0: Listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians speak, is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. I'm to me every
1: time. So it's my brother can you spare a dime? Oh my God shall supply my need. Don't have to take because I am a thief. every good
2: amen amen praise the lord everyone praise the lord welcome to when christians speak talk radio network amen today's broadcast on this sunday is our three real life real men real talk with um brother ray that that's me i'm ray rose uh i believe austin are, are you with us yes sir okay brother austin is with us brother cleophis yes sir all right and brother and tony yes sir Oh right. We got all all three brothers. Um I'm not sure uh brother Tyrone will be joining us later. I know he's uh, he's in trouble right now. So uh if he joins good not we we're gonna move on. But I wanna welcome everybody um to the uh this month of March, man and I'm excited about what these brothers gonna do. Uh, amen. With today Brother Tony is gonna lead us today like uh brother Cleopas led us um, um, last month. So Brother Tony's gonna lead us this month. So uh, what we want to do first, we want to do a couple of quick housekeeping things, let you know what we got going on with the broadcast, amen, starting with, on Tuesday, Hissabon and Grace, broadcast Minister Williams Williams every Tuesday at 7 p.m., declaring the finished work the Reverend Pat Randall is Thursday at 12 noon, amen, I do Friday Night Joy, and Fred, in fact, I have a young leader coming with me, um, Prophet Tori Knox will be with me on this Friday coming up, Amen. Uh, at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life is uh, with myself. Is with Reverend Ray. Is usually the first and the fourth Sunday. I gotta keep that in mind. Amen. Amen. At 7 p.m. Um, Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Our monthly broadcast, R.S. Follow, Like Blind with Apostle Shirley Jones. Every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Bowling of Beautiful with Reverend Novina Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Sunday. Amen at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Lewis McAwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover with The Body of One. Amen with Reverend Eck and Reverend Tamika Thompson. It's um, geared for uh, married couples of those that have a desire to get married. Amen. It's every third Sunday at 7 p.m. And our course today is our three real-life, real men, real talk with myself, Elston, Cleophas, and Antonio and Brother Tyrone every second Sunday at 7 p.m. Don't forget our, our, our weekly prayer called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. The dial-in number is six one seven one five three five eight zero. This is a free conference call. Um, number Reverend Gwen does this every Wednesday. You can go back and listen to it if you miss it. We post it on social media. The access code is 732 For more information, please feel free to visit our website, whenchristianspeak.com, About uh, different upcoming events about the different guests and also about the host that we have also we have a, uh, a couple of pages that we want you to check out if you ever decide to sow a seed into the ministry we are listed as a 501c3 comp- company in the united states amen so you can use this for your tax purposes just go to com, click on the donate now button and everything is secure um, website and everything is done through PayPal. So, with that being said, I, I don't want to <laughs> take up too much time. I want to um, turn everything over to Brother Tony and Amen, and let him decide who's going to open up in prayer and unless uh, he wants to we can go, move forward. Amen. So Brother Tony, I'm turning everything over to you, man.
3: All right. Thank you so much uh, for this opportunity. Uh, I do want to say a quick prayer before we get started. So, Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, God, just to say thank you, God, for allowing us to live to see another day, God. Thank you, God, for protecting us and watching over us today, God. Thank you, God, for the word that we received on today at our respective churches today, God. Father, we just pray right now that your Holy Spirit dwell within this call, this conference call right now, this radio broadcast right now in the name of Jesus, God. Let the words that are said, God, let them not be our words, but let them be the words that that you deposit within our spirit, God, that comes from our mouth, God, that is able to edify the body of Christ, God, that is able to edify all the brothers, God, who are listening in right now today, God. Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. We bless your holy name because you alone are worthy of all the praise, God. And it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 All right, so uh, Brother Way, he, he kind of uh, it was like, hey, you got next month. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so um, hopefully tonight, uh, with tonight's topic, um, hopefully we can uh, definitely have some great discussion. I believe we will. So I'm just going to start off from the foundational scripture on, uh, tonight, which said, comes from Ephesians 5.28. And it says, so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. So if I had to give a title for tonight's discussion, I would probably title it, What's Love Got to Do With It? So basically the reason why... Exactly. <laughs> What's Love Got to Do? <laughs> I can't Big say it for nothing. It's not my ministry. It's not my calling. <laughs> But uh, the reason why I picked this particular topic is because um, if you look at the media right now, of course, I'm pretty sure everyone is aware with R. Kelly, the situation with that. Uh, Now you have the situation with Michael Jackson, and um, you have various situations occurring with high-profile people and some pastors who are being caught in various various uh, uh, different issues so to speak and you know, one of the discussions I had in my leadership class for my seminary school this past weekend is is marriage even sacred anymore is it really still viewed as a covenant between the husband and the wife or is it really just a contract where they come together and they make an agreement but once that contract is preached, pretty much both parties separate and go their own way. So that's why I kind of came from the viewpoint of Ephesians 5.28 and I really wanted to focus on the husband aspect of it because this is a real man and real talk. So I guess one of the questions that I just want to throw out there, uh, again, the scriptures, Ephesians 5.28, which says, "...so husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies." He who loves his wife loves himself. So my first question that I want to throw out to the brothers is, what does it mean for a man to love himself?
4: Mm. Say it one more time.
3: Oh, the question is, what does it mean for a man to love himself?
4: Hmm. And That's a good
0: question.
4: That is a good question. <laughs> oh, What does it mean for a man to love himself? I wish we had this question before the show started so I could have pondered it some more. then
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. next time, y'all know, okay? So, will you uh, cover for <laughs> yeah, yeah. a bit? That's a good one. That's, that's, that's a very one good one. Word. one.
4: What does it mean yeah. to. Uh, well,
0: I think uh, if you don't mind, i, I like to take a... Uh, okay. A yeah. Go ahead. God bless you, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> um, what does it mean for a man to love himself? I think, you know, uh, for a man to love himself, um, first thing, I think you have to be, uh, uh, number one, you have to be in touch with who you are. There has to be a level of uh, uh, security, um, a level of confidence, uh, and actually has called you to be. Um, I don't think that that you can be insecure in any kind of way uh, because insecurity can bring on uh, a lot of different levels of of things uh, in your life that uh, will cause you to question who you are. Um, I think about uh, when uh, Adam was in the garden and God had you know created Adam from the dust of the earth and we all know the story. And uh, he had set him in this garden and he said anything in here you have access to. You have access to me, you have access to anything here. every need you have is already met. You don't have to worry about nothing. Matter of fact, I'm gonna set all the animals and all the uh, everything, reptiles of the world before you, and you can even name them. And somewhere along the line, I think Adam lost identity because uh, you know, although it was uh, the woman who uh, kind of succumbed to to uh, to Satan, well. Scripture tells you that Adam was right there with her, and uh, somewhere in there he lost focus of of who he was in in God. And and, and in there it it tells you that uh, once the they had once the man had fallen, that you know uh, God was Adam heard him God coming in the cool of the day, and and God called out to Adam, uh, "Where are you?" And, if God's asking a question I've learned that he already knows the answer. Uh, so yeah, Adam said that uh, uh, that the woman had that had eaten the fruit and all that and made some excuses and, and, and I and, and the question was very clear that God asked him. he said, Who told you that? And I think as as you know, for us for a man to truly love himself he has to know, he has to be secure in his identity. And I think that's a lot of times, you know, how can you, you know, know, my grandmother used to say it like this, you know, charity starts at home and then spreads abroad. And as a young man, I never understood what that meant until I got older, you know, well into my 20s and I started, you know, think about it. I might have been in my 40s. But what she was really saying was before you can, Love outwardly, you first have to love inwardly. And man, that, you know, I, I, this thing about charity. You know, when I was young, like, you know, okay, what does that mean? You know, am I supposed to, you know, charity? You think about giving something. Uh, right. But what he was saying was, you know, son, you gotta love who you are first. Be secure in who you are first before you can, before you can truly love somebody else and give somebody of you. Um, a man's love toward a woman is 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 not a not a physical thing, but a covering kind of love. Um, and 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 to to cover somebody in love, man, you got to be strong.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and secure in who you are. So I, I think to answer your question, <laughs> and like Elson, I wish I had a little more time to 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 prepare on it, but I in a in a short answer, and it's not really short, but I really think that a man. To love himself. What does it mean to love to love yourself? I think you have to be number one, secure in in your identity of who you are, and 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 and, and who God has called you to be. Um, And I think you have to be in a in a in a relationship with Christ Jesus, uh, and understand the love that God has for us. Um, that's unconditional, I mean you know uh you can fall and you can have setbacks, and God remains the same he doesn't know he never changes uh in his disposition in his- in his position toward us um and I think if you have a, an understanding a revelation of that uh, then I think that you can truly love somebody else. that's my spin <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mhm.
2: Yeah, amen. Um, you, you, you want to go, Alston? You got something else?
4: Uh, uh, no, you go. No. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> so, man. Because we're asking these questions like this, man. If like, you don't want <laughs> thought about it, you know. And uh, one of the things I know that a lot of times we as men don't always love ourselves, you know. Um, when I look at the script, this particular scripture. Uh, the, the partner says he that loved his wife Loving himself In other words uh, For me that means the way that you uh, Treat her Represents how you how, how you treat her is how you treat yourself So if you're not a, a good steward Or, or a, a good husband or whatever um, For her Then that says a lot about the person man. You know And um, for me Um I don't think that we've always had proper training or spiritual guides or someone to, you know, to show us how uh, with that light, you know, other than, than the course for Jesus Christ. But we don't, you know, this, that's, man, that's a, uh, a question because in order to love yourself, you got to have a, go back to what uh, Cleofer said, that relationship with Christ is important, man, and. And not and not being insecure about yourself and the future that God holds for you and everything and and realize that you are an heir and who you are in Christ and and once you realize that I mean it, you 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 have the capability of loving someone else whether it's your wife or whoever because you care for them and you want them to do well because you want to do well I guess that make, Saying the right way, you know, but uh, yeah, that's a you got me, okay? Uh, uh Elsa, you good? Uh-huh. Hey, what I'm doing, man? This not my thing. Go ahead, Tony. You uh, you talk, bro. Right.
1: Hey, I go ahead.
2: Yeah. Uh, I get uh, <laughs> my nose spilled on it.
3: <laughs> so uh, when when I came up with this question, um, it it, it just kind of came out of the blue today while I was at church. Um, And I just thought about, I'll never forget, I was back home in my hometown of Arkansas, and I was dating this particular girl. I I was in college, and I wasn't, I was treating her well, but I wasn't treating her with a whole lot of respect, as much as respect I should have. And one day I remember we went over to my uncle's house for a barbecue, and she said something that I didn't like, and I kind of talked down to her. So that's where my uncle pulled me to the side and to one of the rooms in the house and said, "Now would you say the same thing you said to her to your mother?" Mm. And it just—I just stood still. I said, "No way will I say that to my mom because I respect her and love her too much to say that to her." And he said, mm. "That's you need to treat every woman that you date." or the woman that you would eventually marry. You have to treat her with the same respect, or even better, the same respect and love that you would treat your mother. Mm. And it didn't have any scripture to it. It didn't have no biblical foundation to it. But it taught me that if I was going to... I'm going to have a wife. I'm going to have, you know, eventually a family. I have to treat her with respect, love, and dignity just as much as I will treat my own mother. And it wasn't until I got older then I started to apply the whole godly aspect to it as well. So uh, I know for me, I find it very interesting that in the same chapter of Ephesians 5 it says husbands you are to love your wife and then it says for the wife they have to just basically respect their husbands well if you're pouring love into your wife guess what you're going to receive that because women are naturally reciproc- uh, uh, receptors of wherever you pour into them so if you pour love into them you're going to get that love back you know if you to them, guess what, you're going to get that back, so for me I, loving yourself I was taught you have to have respect for yourself and and being taught how to have respect for yourself and love yourself was in the principle of you have to treat others the same way you want to be treated hmm. so it kind of was like building blocks that kind of led up to that up to where I'm at right now, it wasn't a one time thing I had to learn to love myself and it wasn't an instant love because it was times where I didn't love myself and because I didn't love myself, I didn't love other people and I treated them the same way I was kind of basically treating myself. So, but eventually through the grace of God, I was able to get back in his graces. And I think it was so key uh, that it was mentioned earlier, men, we have to know our identity, and we know we have to know who is our Creator, who is our overall head of our life, because uh next you got God the Father, then Jesus Christ, and then it's us, so we have to make sure that we are in alignment with the Father and the Son, and through the Holy Spirit, we become perfected. In that love, not only just for us ourselves, not only for our family, for our spouses, but for everyone that we come in contact with because we are all brothers in the body of Christ. So that's my little spin on that question. I don't know if anybody else got anything
1: else. I
0: think that was good. (laughs) Mm hmm. (laughs) Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it touched on something when you, you know, you talked about uh, uh, treating others the way you would like to be treated. And uh, I think when you said, you know, when you didn't love yourself, uh, I think that happens a lot. You know, we kind of treat people the way we're treating ourselves. You know, if we're in a stage in our lives where we're kind of nasty, then we kind of treat people nasty. You know, and I think that goes hand in hand. I think you hit a, a very valid point there is, you know, you have to locate yourself where are you. And if you're in a place in your life uh, of mistreating and abusing yourself, then you're going to consequently mistreat and abuse others. Um, wherever you are, in you know, wherever I am in my life, that's kind of the way I'm going to treat people. If I'm in a, in a peaceful way place in my life, then I'm going to, be peaceful, peaceful toward everybody else. I'm not gonna be full of strife and, and anger and things of that nature. So it's kind of, I think you touched on a very valid, a very uh, interesting and valid point about uh, where how you're treating yourself. Uh, I think that's, I think that's a, a, a great uh, starting point for uh, being able to love somebody else. Is how how you treating yourself with your area in your life. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's key.
3: Amen. Amen. So yeah. Alright, I'm gonna go down to the I'ma go to the next question. I don't think it's gonna be as hard as the first one. Ooh, okay. So, <laughs> all right, so <laughs> in society today, um, you know, one of the things, you know, when you think about men, uh, is pretty much, you know, men have to be strong for their families, men have to be strong. Uh, For their friends You know We gotta be You know Tough on the outside And uh, If you show Vulnerability Or if you show You know Any emotions For some men uh, That's kind of seen As weakness So When it comes to uh, The aspect of love And Actually showing love To your wife And showing love To your Your family um, What One, first question, I guess it's a two-part question. One, do you feel comfortable expressing outwardly your love towards your wife and your children or anyone else? And then two, uh, what is the one major uh, misconception that is in the, the world right now that prevents men from openly showing their love for those who they care about?
4: Ooh. The first one was easy. The second one you got me again. No. <laughs> uh so I I'll take a take a stab at this one. The uh first one is uh, for me the answer to the question would be yes. Um uh the second part is I believe that when the world um would look at showing I guess love outwardly towards your either your spouse or your children it they have the man appear to be soft or um or kinda weak and um so being able to to me I think being being able to show your emotions in front of the world outwardly or or in public or whatever um when you are able to do that uh, openly um i think that takes a lot of boldness because um um and then to me it's humility as well because you you almost put yourself in a vulnerable position to be able to to do that um because you are actually um i don't i don't know um well well, well just let me say that that um um, especially crying, if you're able to cry and in, um, in front of somebody else besides your family or outwardly or or what have you or you're able to f- cry in front of your wife you know let's say that cry in front of your wife um, to me, I think that's that's a lot of boldness and as well as you showing humility too because you put yourself in a vulnerable position. I think I know when I do that, sometimes I feel a little vulnerable, you know, um, but then you get respected by those who are close to you because you're able to, to share. And there's no, um, you're not trying to hide and try to be private, try to be macho. Um, to me, I think it takes a man to, to cry. Um, it takes a man to to share his his emotions, even his affection um, towards his loved ones. Uh, when he's able to um, hug his, his children, um, not just his daughter, but I'm talking about when a man's able to hug his son and tell his son that he loves him, and and um, um, so his son sees that it's not a big macho thing that is, you know, it's. We can be loved the way God loves us, you know, um, and what Jesus had did, you know, he was vulnerable for us um, on the cross, and I think we can be vulnerable as men and for our loved ones, and that's it for me.
3: Amen. That that was good. That was good. See, it wasn't too hard. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, anybody else want to give it a try? It was Ray, go ahead, Ray. (laughs) Are you paying me back? Because I said, go ahead before. Okay, I got you. Uh, you, You're so funny. Um, Actually, you know what? I'm in a very awkward place with the rest of you guys because um, I believe where I am, out of the brothers, probably the only one that's, that's single now or single again. um, so I don't know man you know i mean i mean i'm I'm just trying right now I think this I'm in a place I'm just need uh, as far as relationship or as far as even getting married again or something like that, I'm uh, just trying to glean you know uh, because um, there was a lot of mistakes made um in my marriage, you know um, so i mean i don't know I don't know what to say i I'm how to answer that question
4: okay
3: well uh you bring up a good point so uh for your situation you actually went through uh divorce um and there might be a potential later on that, um in life that you might come across the special woman and it might lead to uh you two getting married so what are some of the things that you learned from this previous marriage from a love standpoint that you would either, um, do more of or do less of to kind of
2: make it work? <laughs> oh, he's laughing. Oh, <laughs> um, you know what? Probably, you know, um, uh, I think with me and I'm being as transparent as I possibly can. um, being in a place of listening uh, more, and uh, so listening more, and uh, instead of just reacting, and also probably uh, I, I, the reason I was laughing is because I thought about this thing that that we used to that uh, we used to look at certain men and call them humpback because everything out of their mouth was <laughs> everything was out of their muscles. Yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I was yes, honey, yes, dear, you know, and everything. And I used to, you know, joke, but now at this point in my life, I, I see that. <laughs> you know, I, but I don't look at it as being him I look at it as a man that loved his wife to the point that he's willing to, you know, die, as Christ says, die for her, you know, or uh, do for her more to serve and everything like that, you know, but at the same time, not giving up his masculinity, you know what I mean? Not giving up that that, that's going to depart and stuff like that. So I think those things will do, those things will definitely be different. Um, um, And just communication, man. Just communication, I think, yeah. Yeah. Boy, you put me on the spot, man. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're (laughs) going to give me an ass. Yeah, I know, right. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that's it. Just just that, man, and just that making sure that relationship with God is is sound and yeah. and 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 uh and not letting the enemy come in with schism and ism, you because know, you know how he work in marriages, man. Or any relationship. But I mean that's not the man. It could be your child, you know, he just comes in and, and, and create chaos. You know, before you know you have a big mess on your hand and stuff. You know. Or just like I'm with you. Okay. Right. Somebody I guess right. some anybody candy? else wanna
3: think
0: uh... Yeah, I, I think uh I man, I think it was uh <clears throat> that was really good, uh <laughs> Brother Ray. Um man, he was he wasn't gonna let you off the hook. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I you know, I'm i I I think about uh Proverbs uh, chapter 4 verse uh, 7 where it says wisdom is the principal thing so therefore get wisdom right. but with all that getting get understanding
2: there you
0: I, go. I think it's important that uh, that anything that you uh, get into or get involved with I think you have to get understanding and, and I think this uh, is a, a really good talk, topic on love and I, I think right. that First thing we got to do is, is is identify or have the definition uh, uh of what love is. Um and and love is not a uh a, a noun. It's not a person, place, or thing. It's not an emotion. Love is an action word. And I think part of what uh the world or society has done is they we've made love even from, you know, when I was a young young boy uh you know, I loved every girl I saw, you know. But it wasn't love, it was lust. And I think you got to be able to identify and to separate what it is and then what, furthermore, know what love is. Love is, action, is an action word. Uh, you know, I can tell you I love you, but if there's not a corresponding action that comes along with what I'm saying that lines up with what I'm saying that shows you uh, through actions every day that I that I love that I care about you, um, then I really don't, you know. Uh, if I if I tell my wife I love her, but you know I won't stop at the store on my way home and pick something up that she needs, or uh, I won't uh, avail myself to be a giver to her, then is it just words? or do I really love her, you know, and so I think that you have to, you know, get some understanding, um, one, a, a powerful statement that I heard my man of God say, he said this, he said, the power to define is the power to fulfill, you can't fulfill anything that you can't define, so you have to get some understanding of, of what it is that you want, if it's love, if it's, uh, uh a wife. Hey, you better get some understanding of that woman,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> more importantly, more important you you know, okay, what does husband mean you know what what what's the biblical definition of husband so, so I, all I'm saying is you gotta get understanding, you gotta have an understanding of of what it means to be a husband. you have to understand if you're gonna love somebody, you gotta an understanding of what the love is. And I think you can, you know, we can easily say point to the Scripture and look at Christ and how he loved us. But, man, if you're talking to somebody that that doesn't know Christ on an intimate level, uh, you can't come to them with spiritual stuff because they're not going to understand it. You know, so uh, you got to be able to break that thing down so that they can understand it wherever they are or wherever he or she may be.
3: Right. I think you bring up a very, very good point because... Just finding out the definition of uh, what a husband is. Um, I, I can remember uh, for one of my one of my two bachelor parties. Um, I had a bachelor party that um, I'm not going to discuss on the phone. But <laughs> my other bachelor party was more of Christian brothers coming together, and basically each of these Christian brothers were specifically picked. Because they had Christian marriages that were not only successful, but they were very open about sharing what it took to get to that point. Because it wasn't always uh, red roses, it wasn't always fireworks going on. It was fireworks, but some of that fireworks were, you know, um, not so good fireworks. It's the number one. But. Uh, They shared and they poured into me from each of their perspectives of what it really took to be not only a a good husband, but to be a husband after God's own heart. And that really helped me to basically not make a lot of mistakes in the early going to not make mistakes that could put my marriage in jeopardy then the other aspect of it, uh, what does it say in the of what a husband is? And I honestly and earnestly desire to learn what it really took to be a husband and what were some good examples of being a husband in the Bible. And I just really think, for me, just kind of answering the questions uh, yes, um, I have no problem whatsoever showing love to my wife and my children openly. I I take great joy in doing that. Then um, the other question, uh, a misconception that kind of prevents men from actually showing love uh, that is affecting men as a whole. Um, Some of my uncles thought that, and I think it was a good point, every girlfriend I had, I thought I was in love with them. But <laughs> who found out I wasn't in love when I just lusted after them And they were giving me everything that fulfilled the lust in my flesh So it wasn't love, it was just lust aspect of it And it wasn't until my uncles really started to talk to me and say need to know the difference between thinking between the, the brain that's between your ears And the brain that's between your legs Mm. So it, it kind of helped me to put in perspective what love really was. And then I was able to apply, you know, that thinking, that wisdom to my heart, really asking God to really point out to me uh, who is, who will eventually be my wife. Uh, and what is a wife? How will I know who is a wife? Because the Bible says, who, who finds a wife? To find my good things so I can get in favor. Amen. So, Amen. So I definitely let her know every day she's my good thing.
2: <laughs> Amen. Uh, real quick, I want to I want to let you guys know that I believe Brother Tyrone is on the line also. Um, he's he's joining us. And um, also, listen, real quick, if you decide to speak to the brothers, we we decided to open up the line. If you press the number one. Let her let me know that you have something to say, okay, that you want to chime in, all right? All right, uh, Brother Tony.
3: All right, okay, so I got one more question. I think this question might take us to the end of the broadcast. So um, in First John, the third chapter, uh, starting with the 18th verse, it says, my little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. So my last question is, why is it so important for a man to have a connection with God in regards to love in regards to was um basically respect for himself.
0: Say that again. Oh
3: so <laughs> the question is why is it important for a man to have a connection to God when it comes to love
0: I think you finding, think you finding God, God's, uh, God's uh, very character and who He is. God is love. Um, but if, if I'm going to be connected to God, I'm, I'm truly going to be connected to God, where I hear from Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, Jesus is Lord of my life. Then, um, then I have to love, and, and, and it goes back to what I said earlier it can't be a love that's that's in a word you know it's got to be uh uh it's got to be an action um you know growing up you know my father uh who I, who's my who's my hero um uh, you know I li- I was raised in my in my grandmother's home and uh I would come and spend time with my father every summer and then that was by uh design and not by you know anything uh, uh outside of that um it was better for me to be with her because he was a single father. My mother died when I was very young. <clears throat> so you grow up in an environment like that and and then you start to as a as a kid, you know, Satan comes in and you know, and and you start to question things and, and um but I can remember him, him my dad and I having a, a very candid conversation when uh before I was saved and uh it's something about when you uh <laughs> When you're in the world and you and, and you and you having uh uh drinks and things of that nature you you it almost becomes truth serum so we're having this very candid conversation and it was the first time that I can recall and I'm sure he told me many times, but it kind of sank in this time that he loved me and then I started to think about uh as time went on, I started to think about. All the ways that he showed love, um, you know the fact that he made a probably a very tough decision on his part uh to take me to my grandmother for her for me to live there instead of staying with him in a single father home um I'm sure that was a very touching i mean a very tough decision for him to make, but I think he made the prudent decision um so again, you know love comes in in, in many forms, uh, through people, but I think the most important way is in the action. Um, you know, when, when, when somebody, and if you think, if you go back and you think about your parents and you think about, uh, certain family members that had an impact in your life, you can see, you can see it and, 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 and trace their love for you in their actions, not, not in a word that they said, but just in their actions. Um, I can remember him coming uh, home, <laughs> and you know I get in trouble in school, and he'd drive all the way, take off from work, and drive all the way down south to uh, have a very stern conversation or a teaching moment with me. <laughs> 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 and I assure you, on my end, that was not a uh, 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 a a. Uh, a pleasant moment <laughs> but as i you know as i'm you know 55 years old now and i think about it i mean that you know, that's love uh, right. when you can do that and so i again i think that love is an action is an action word it's a, it's a it's a um it's not a uh, it's not a noun uh, so it's it, it love demands action and i think that you see that in in, in Christ Jesus Um, The Bible says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. What was the joy? Well, we can make it personal. It was me. It was you. It was whoever put a name to it. He did it just for you. He did it just for me. That's love. To go through all that he went through just to save you and I. Love don't get no better than that. And so... You know, a lot of our young men that uh, fall astray. Well, what are they really looking for? They get into these gangs and into these groups and and, and the one thing that you'll find is that they, they they really believe that there's a level of love there. You know, they're just as macho and tough as they can be but they're looking for love.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's real good and I could kind of identify with uh, the looking for love because uh, I can remember my my father wasn't in the picture, so I was desperately looking for that father figure to actually show me that love or a father, father-like figure or just a male figure in general that would just actually pull me to the side and just say, hey, I love you. And I never really got that. Um, It wasn't until I almost joined the game Where uh, the leader of this particular game said Hey, I got love for you, little man Now he said, I got love for you He didn't say, I love you He said, I got love for you But because he used the word love That meant a lot for me That almost got me to join that game Just because of that Because one, it was a male And two, he used the word love and I never really heard that from any other male that was connected to me. So um, it is, you know, that's why today, thank God that I didn't get caught up in that lifestyle because I probably would be talking to you right now. But um, I just thank God that I was given the opportunity to not do, go that route and then the other aspect of it, they have the opportunity to tell my sons every single day, I love you, I, you know, encourage you, I, I believe in you, I have faith in you. And that, I, I could just see it just uplifts them, even with my oldest son. Uh, he's 27. Whenever I say, hey, son, I love you, I know you're doing your thing, keep doing it. That just gives him that extra motivation to just continue to push forward, and that means so much to know that he could get something like that from his dad. So I think that's a very valid point. Uh, anybody else got something to say on that question?
2: Uh, wait, let me see. Brother um, uh, Tyrone. You here? You hear us?
5: I can I can hear y'all But I don't know If y'all can hear me
2: Yeah we can okay. hear you Am, am I You're on sir, I, yes, um,
5: sir. <laughs> I, God bless God bless you brothers Uh I was listening I can hear you all Pretty clearly I didn't know if I was Being heard But uh You're talking about love Uh I think The brother just mentioned Something about being Connected to God Uh God is love And once I found myself Connected to God And God connected to me I found out It used to be hard for me to say I love you uh, To a man in particular or To a brother I could say I love you in public Or in private to my family or to my wife But it seemed like It was the hardest thing for me to say I love you to a brother But once I got once I realized that I'm connected to God and God is love, He put that love in my heart. So now I can look at a brother. I'm, I'm, I'm witnessing, and talking to a lot of brethren, and I can tell them, collectively or individually, Hey man, listen. I know you feel like you're all alone. I know you feel like don't nobody care, don't nobody know you. But I want you to know that I love you now. You know I love you because you're my brother, and because we are, we we can grow together. And so it's no problem now. And I think that 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 love came because I got connected. Once God, I got connected with God. He began to open up uh, my understanding of what love was to another brother. You know that we can say that we love each other and, and keep it real. You know, so uh, that's where love is with me. I I, I I didn't I didn't have a father. I didn't have a father growing up or teaching me to love. Or, or teaching me to be the person that I am But I had people in my life Men in my life that showed me love And so after getting connected To God I'm able to say that I, I can say that I love you to any given brother At any given time uh, With a clear conscience with, with, with a clear heart of love Just speaking to them And so that's where God has been uh, With love And uh, even you brothers I may not have met you all but it's no problem for me to say, man, I love you. You know, I appreciate you. Just hearing us talk on it, on the on the phone, to one another, or conversing, I thank God that we are able to uh, elaborate on this and talk about this. And I'm able to tell you guys, I love you. I know I have a cousin out there and a brother and the other two brothers, but I love all you guys and I appreciate that, man. That's where God has me. have me with this love that's that's in my heart. Just love everybody. I try not to. Ha- I try not to have hate, because hate is just as strong as love. If you if you're not careful, hate will cause you to 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 really have a discord against people. But you can turn that hate into love by just expressing that love to that individual. So that's where I'm in with the love, man. I mean, I I just feel it down in my heart, mind, and soul. I love. I just love people. I don't have no problems with people. I just love them. That's where
3: I am. Amen.
1: Wow, amen. 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 Well, um, you I guess
2: applied. i I know, right Because <laughs> I'm I'm that tasking over here, but that I'm watching that tasking but Amen. Because what I did is I uh, I opened up the uh, the chat room also um online and everything. So so I'm monitoring that and everything and uh, the one of the comments is that a lot of the love
1: that our parents
2: or our father showed us, or in our case, our mother showed us, was through the
1: belt.
2: <laughs> you don't have to love me that way, okay? <laughs> so, that was a comment by um, um, D. Rose, amen, that's Pastor Rose, I mean, Tyrone Rose, white, amen, but um, for me, I think one of the greatest experience was going up, like Tyrone said, that um, there wasn't a didn't have a father in my life, but we have strong role models, you know, strong male figures like, um, uncle, uncle, <laughs> uncle Malone's, like the Malone boys, you know, and, um, um, Bishop Brandon. And, um, uh, to name a few, there was others, you know, that was there uh, for us that, 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 uh, helped us out growing up and everything. Um, and, and my uncles, um, uh, Uh, Uncle Cleophers did not have a problem (laughs) using the belt either on us and stuff like that. But the greatest thing I experienced is when I realized how much God loved me, okay, that his love was so great. For me and stuff like that, in spite of me, in spite of the things I did, in spite of the places I've been to, that that kind of love that Jesus Christ is willing to die for me. And once I came to begin to realize that and receive that, then I too was able to able to look at um, brothers and everything and say, Hey, man, I love you. And I feel funny about it. You know, like, look, I don't love you. You're a man. I don't love no knucklehead, you know, and everything. But, um, and that didn't, I didn't get to that the experience till probably um, very later in life to the point where that I could look at another brother or and say, hey, if they will not related, say, yeah, man, you know, I love you. You know, we were brothers, we have this thing that we do when we, <laughs> we were talking to each other that we used to give them that, yo, give them the head. Head nod, give them a nod or something like that, yo. You know, y'all you right? <laughs> and keep it moving and stuff like that. But um I think they've got what God is doing with us now and, and especially with me, that he's moving us in a place where that he wants us to share the the experience that he has given us with others that don't know anything about it. Amen. So uh, good topic, man. Good good topic. Hey, Amen.
5: Hey, I have my uh I have my nephew on with us. I mean my grandson on with us. He's like eleven years old, and he's listening, and he's really encouraged from what he's hearing. He wants to say something uh I don't know if he's if we are if he's able to say something, but I yes, I right.
1: right,
5: go on, Nathan. You can say something. Can y'all
1: hear him? No. Here, just a
5: little bit. Yeah, talk a little louder. How
1: can I feel
5: well little more I said that if you to that? Ooh. I don't
2: know
1: if they heard you. No. <laughs> yeah, I just
5: heard a little bit of it. <laughs> here, let, let me put them on another phone. They're not
3: How can I show love towards my stepdad if he's not my actual dad? Okay. Oh that that that's uh, a excellent question. Yeah it is. Uh, Good job. Uh, me, uh, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. How can he show love to his uh stepfather if he's not his biological father? Um right. Yeah, I, I could take a I I wanna take a stand for that since I am a um, I don't call myself a stepdad. I call myself a blend dad. Um, my two oldest sons, um, uh, the 27 year old and, uh, right now 17 year old, they're not my biological sons. Um, uh, my wife had, um, previous to us, um, getting married, but you wouldn't know that they weren't my biological children because, uh um, I showed them love as if they were my own. And and me showing unconditional love to them and treating them as my sons, that allowed them to love me as their father. Now, the one thing that I did say to them early on is, I'm not trying to replace your dad. I, I can't replace your father As your father You have to love And show honor and respect To your father But I'm going to be The best uh, man The best role model That I can be In your life And if you choose To call me your dad Or choose to call me Your father I will be honored To accept that But that's not a requirement For me to show love Towards you So I can also answer the question from the standpoint of I have a stepmother, uh, and I show her love just as much as I show my own biological mother love.
4: Else? Can, can I say um, to the young man that um, if to to uh, to love his stepfather, I think first he needs to respect him first. Just to, okay. just start respecting him as the the man that is married to your mother. I think okay. once he you start respecting him, um, I think it'll be a period of time where you will grow to love him. Um, probably it's probably hard for you right now to just just go out just out. We say okay, I just love him. I just love everything about him. No, because you're you're in a difficult situation. Even at your age, it's, it's difficult. It's hard. But I can say, you know, start respecting him. Start respecting him. Um, hopefully he's respecting you as well as as a young man. Um, but start respecting him first. I believe that once you learn love and or or you get to the point where you can see him um, um, as a a good role model figure for you and how he's taking care of your mom, then you'll be able to grow to love him. But I just first uh, just encourage you to just respect him first even though you don't agree with the situation right now, but at least just respect them um, as a man that's married to your mother. Amen. Amen.
5: Amen. And um, I think when I'm looking at the scripture, and I think that word respect uh, will also fall under what the scripture says is just honor, honor that father and that mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, i think if he just honor him
0: important also to realize that you know uh, he's not you know, you're, if your biological father is still in your life it, it's okay uh, it doesn't mean you don't love him because you start to love someone else that's in your mother's life and you can love more than one person um, and, 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 and so I think that absolutely absolutely correct you know there is to be a level of honor um i think elston hit the nail on the head i think they all have you know what i was to respect but more importantly you you're not doing your biological father any injustice because you love somebody else you're certainly not doing uh your uh your uh stepfather any injustice because you because you love your dad you know that you can love both um more importantly, I think that you have to uh, you have to honor. Uh, I think Tyrone hit the nail on the head. You got to honor it, especially as a as a young man. Um, yeah.
1: Humility,
0: yeah. uh, uh, honor, um, man it'll it'll take you so many places. And more importantly, you know there is a there is a law in the land that none of us can do anything about. God placed this law in the land, and we can't change it. And it's sowing and reaping. And you don't want to plant seeds today that you're gonna get a harvest for on tomorrow. So That's plant right. seeds. Plant seeds of love. Plant, plant seeds of joy and happiness, and don't be bitter. And uh, you know this is, you know, you didn't have a ch- you didn't have a say in this. You know, uh, it's just like you know, uh, children that are born into into families. You know, I didn't have a say with family I was gonna be born into. You know, but I was, and. and and the best thing that can happen to a child and the worst thing that can happen to a child is the hands that that doctor places that child into. That's and, right. you know, you're in a family of love. I, I know I know your grandfather. I know your grandmother. I know your uncles. Uh, I know the love that's in that family. So you got a great support systems that you don't ever have to be worried.
2: Okay. Brother Tony? Oh,
3: well, uh, we're over our time now, so that's pretty much a wrap for me. Okay. All right. Uh,
2: Okay, who's going to close out in prayer? Brother John?
3: Well, I could close out. Uh, Uh Dear Heavenly Father, we just say thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you uh, for being with us during the discussion, God. We thank you, God, for the Holy Spirit having his way, God. We just pray that the words that were said all the men and touch the young man God who uh
2: thank you brother Tony. Amen. This you, you have been listening with Christmas Speak. You have been listening on with christian Speak Talk Radio Network. This has been our 3 real life, real men, real talk with myself Ray Elston's Cleophas and Antonio and brother Tyrone. Amen. So we thank you all again for listening. I'm going to put a shout out there to brother Elston that he can probably do uh, next month. Amen. He can uh hello, take the lead there. Hello. Hello? Breaking <laughs> up. I don't
4: know what's going on.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm just going to put a shout out to the brother that he can probably um, set us up there. Now. now we know, amen, that whatever questions that he come up with, that he's going to send us out to us in advance, right? Amen. <laughs> amen. amen. So, uh, <laughs> So, but uh, everybody, thanks, brother, again. Brother Ty, thank you. Thank everyone, again. Y'all have a blessed rest of the night. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this Hour 3. So, God bless you. We'll talk later. God bless you. All right. God bless
1: Take yeah.
4: care. Amen. We <laughs> had a call